This is Johanna Weldock, and coming up is Wild Oak Living. We're going to have a fascinating program today about community immunity and community resilience during this pandemic. We're going to be talking to herbalists and healers from our area to tell us how we can boost our and our families and our neighbors um, and our community's immunity and and help take care of each other during this time. And we're going to be talking about a, a fascinating event about this topic coming up in Willits on August 28th. So stay tuned for all of that. First, before I'd like to issue a quick correction that was requested of us, and that is uh, Ryan Rhodes, the superintendent for Mendocino uh, Community Services District, um, who was uh, on the local community news a few minutes ago, would like... Uh, us to uh, issue a correction he said that um, on on the, during the interview and on the local news that the Albion schoolhouse uses 250,000 gallons of water per week but of course that's 250 so he misspoke and so that now we've now issued that correction okay this is Johanna Wildock and we're going to start all over again and hopefully this time we're all connected and we're all hearing each other. And you, most importantly, you are hearing all of us. So I would like to welcome at this point, oops, I still have to stop the music so that I can bring my guests up. Okay. There. Now I think, I think we are connected. If everybody is on unmuted. <laughs> I would like to welcome uh, Annie Waters, Claudia Venning, and Anna Hope to Wild Oak Living. And let me see if there's, oh, there are a couple more people who are going to be joining us. Here we go. Hopefully. Yep. We are all. So um, if, if everybody except the person that I'm talking to would put themselves on mute and that way we don't get any crosstalk. And I'm going to start with Andy Waters. Um, this, this show came together on very short notice. Um, and, and I'm really happy it worked out and I'm really happy you're all here. Welcome to all of you. Uh, I got this email yesterday. Um, about a, an event that's coming up called Community Immunity, Resilience and Wellness for Our Time on August 28th in Willits. And Annie's going to tell us more about the details in a minute. And this is uh, uh, an event sponsored by the Grange uh, to uh, all about learning how to boost your family wellness with herbal immune system support. And here talking to us about this uh, is Annie Beergood Waters uh, and um, several of the speakers who are going to be at this event. And I'm going to introduce the speakers um, as we as we go along. But we're going to be talking to uh, Diane Smalley, who's going to be talking about the lymphatic system. Claudia Winning, who is going to be talking about resilience for the immune system and stress relief. Um, and we're going to be talking to um, Anna Hope, who will talk about ancestral herbs and anti-racism. And I think think let's see i think we're going to be talking to uh let's see I, some of some of the labels on the on the zoom windows are a bit confusing for me so i'm i'm not exactly sure um who i'm talking to but is this uh, ernest is this sarah yeah, that would be Sarah. <laughs> okay, Sarah. all right, thank you. <laughs> okay, Sarah Grasky, who's going to be talking about local and easy-to-grow herbs to support our immune and respiratory system. Uh, and, and this is also going to highlight some of the herbs that are in Stephen Booner's COVID-19 formula. Um, so we're going to be hearing about that. 
So stay tuned for all of that. Uh, Wild Oat Living, as you know, comes to you every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. It's all about sustainable living and community building. And so this topic today fits perfectly um, into the mission for this program. So welcome, uh, Annie Waters, and uh, thank you for joining us to talk about this event. What would you like to tell us? How did it come about? Uh, Johanna, thank you so much for having us on. It's um, it's an exciting event. Uh, we're getting so much positive response, and uh, you bringing us on your show is certain to bring some attention to this important subject. So we really appreciate you today. And um, I want to uh, let everyone know uh, maybe what you haven't said is the times. So this event called Community Immunity, Resilience and Wellness for Our Time is on August 28th. Uh, in Willits at the Little Lake Range, 291 School Street. Um, there'll be an herbal marketplace that opens at noon um, with a few vendors who are all local herbalists uh, making wonderful tonics and um, immune boosting um, uh, tinctures. And I believe there'll be all kinds of things, salves and, and uh, herbal um, makings. And then the speakers will begin at 1.00. And from 1 to 4.30, we will have the uh, speaking uh, presentation portion of the event with a schedule and uh, stay till 5 with the uh, marketplace again. This event is free. Um, it's a free event sponsored by the Grange, and it will be held out outdoors. So you'll come in the Grange as usual, but you'll be directed through the building. So um, please come, and you'll be outdoors where you'll be safer with a good ventilation. And we really want you to learn how to boost your family wellness. So that is the, the focus of our event. And I suppose we all know, hopefully by now, whether you're vaccinated or not, your immune system needs support and can help you stay well during this time. So that's our reason for having this. I want to thank the producers, uh, along with myself. Um, Leslie King uh, was very instrumental and Donna Deterra who's not speaking today, but will be um, uh, speaking at the event and doing a tincture, how to make your own tincture um, from uh, Yerba Santa. Uh, and Claudia helped, uh, Claudia Wenning, who you'll hear from soon, uh, was helping. We've met for several months uh, to produce this event, so I'm really grateful uh, to all of them. And uh, so I'm a member of the Little Lake Range, and uh, this event came about because... Um, I've been concerned for over a year and a half that there's really no mention in the mainstream media, and I mean none, uh, I might be wrong, uh, of the immune system and what we can do to boost and help our immune system to keep ourselves healthy uh, during this um, COVID situation and pandemic. And uh, maybe once in a while, vitamin D is mentioned, uh, but it's really, uh, there's so many things we can do for ourselves, as, as the women here are going to tell you about in a few minutes, um, except we kept being directed to the vaccine. Only the vaccine can boost our immune system, you know, that kind of languaging. And um, it really began to bother me. So, and it turns out I wasn't the only one, of course. And so these uh, willing um, uh, helpers here, you're going to hear from, will uh, be telling you what they know so uh, for several reasons this event is important uh, to our community one is to reboot the community center we've been uh, dark for a year and a half um, haven't had anything going on and um, 
So the community has forgotten how to gather. And I don't know how we're going to relearn that except by gathering and seeing how it feels. And it feels really good to be together. Uh, we did a seed sharing event a few months ago and many people came and the Herb Guild has been holding little marketplaces, uh, which are very popular and people are thrilled to see each other outside in the sunshine and uh, say hello again. So uh, we want the Grange to become a lively place again. Uh, we held a breakfast in July, and we want to rebuild that community. So those are the reasons uh, that began this, this process that is culminating on the 28th. And thank you, Johanna. And um, this is... Um the fascinating thing about this, and and one of the reasons uh, I was I was motivated to have you on the air is is that is the aspect of um, people helping themselves and each other uh, in with with tools that we have available locally, uh, which is not to negate uh, you know the vaccine or any of the other tools that that, that are helping us uh, masks and all the other tools that are helping us deal with the pandemic, but. Um, it's it's uh, you know it's it's empowering all of us. It's empowering us and and empowering us as a community to to work with each other to to get through this. Yeah, absolutely. I um, thank you for saying that. I don't mean to put down the vaccine. I'm vaccinated myself, but um, Me too. The, uh, the the natural immunity that we are actually blessed with up here, with our trees and our fresh air. Um, a great access to good water, um, opportunities to be outside in the sun, to have gardens and dig in the soil. And uh, those kinds of uh, prescriptions, nature's prescriptions can boost our immunity tremendously. And being with people you love, being a happy person, those are immune boosting um, experiences and lifestyle that um, can't be overlooked. Uh, I'm a nutritionist, so I tend to think in terms of diet and inputs, but really um, just breathing deeply and slowly and, and having a smile on your face and greeting friends is really great immune promoting stuff. And we can do those things for ourselves. They're free and we can help each other with uh, simple therapies. And uh, so that would be my reminder just to, you know, experience uh, coherence with you, Johanna. Thank you. You've been listening to uh, Annie Waters, who is uh, the one of the conversation. If there's things you'd like to add or things you'd like to emphasize, um, I'd like to uh, go ahead and invite uh, and welcome Claudia Wenning now and uh, talk to us about um, the topic that you're going to be presenting about at this at this event uh, and maybe introduce yourself and what you do before we start. Okay, now. Oops, we still can't hear you. You're off mute, but we can't hear you. Hmm. Let's see. Maybe while you work on this, Claudia, should, should we go ahead and... Um, yeah. Oh, there we go. Now we can hear you. All <laughs> right. Okay. I apologize for the delay. So what I wanted to say, yes, thank you. First of all, again, I want to echo what Annie said for having us on. And um, when Annie brought up the idea of creating this event, of course, I said I'm on board because I share her sentiment about the very deep concern, not just 
the two of us, I think all of us on the panel had for the last year and a half that nobody talks sufficiently about the immune system and strengthening it with ways that are certainly available to us and many of them are free. So that was a concern I had for the longest time myself. And there's also two more speakers, not just Donna Deterra, but also Autumn Grace, uh, who will be present at the event. I am going to talk about the connection between the immune system and stress factors, how we actually can view this strengthening the immune system will at the same time alleviate the level of stress we are under. So it's a two-for-one and it kind of um, brings up a picture I used to share a lot when I was talking extensively about gender discrimination and inequality. It's um, picturing a river, the river of life, if you will, continuously flowing. And you come around the bend and there's a huge boulder in the river that is very much inhibiting the flow. Now there's various options. We can be very concerned about it, we can stress out about it, we can call out for help and ask people to come with huge equipment and trucks and whatnot to move this boulder, which is definitely a course of action. But that's not the only thing we can do. We can also look at which other pathways are still open to continue the flow around this huge very frightening and enormous boulder in the river. And that will continue the flow, the flow of life, and it will also alleviate the level of stress which we have encountered when we meet this boulder. So it is about processing how we deal with the stress of encountering this entity, this force, which we never wanted to be put there and which nevertheless is right there. And that would be in this case, of course, the virus. Nevertheless, there are ways to open pathways around this incredible influence in our life globally that we can continue the flow of life without being completely stressed out and losing out on so many opportunities of keeping the quality of life as high as possible. What? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, another aspect of that is, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to have to drink something, I think. Okay. Resilience. Resilience is the word we want to really look at deeply, and it comes from Latin, resilier. That's a word in, word in Latin. And it actually doesn't mean to stop and hold and fight. It actually means to recoil once we encounter this incredible threatening thing or element. But then we rebound with newly generated fluidity, flexibility, and elasticity. Now, that is a visual in itself. We rebound and we stretch and we release this, the stress of holding tight by flowing around this boulder, this incredible 
threatening entity. And to make this practical, we are looking exactly like Annie said, we are looking at what can we do in this very moment, moment of encountering this incredibly frightening um, energy complex. What is in our power? Where are the pathways of feeling self-empowered to navigate through this very difficult time? And we can learn so much from science as well as from history. Viruses have been with us probably forever. What can we do? Strengthen the immune system. How do we do this? Look around locally. Connect with the people we are with. See what elements are there that raise our feeling of well-being. And yes, that is looking at the diet, looking at lifestyle, look at herbs, look at social connection, and especially now, reformulate and reinvent how we can be nurtured and nourished through the social connection, which has been reduced drastically. And that is probably one of the driving forces for me also to support free events where people can meet safely and have that very, um, the nurture, the nurturing of social connection. All right. Yes, thank you. Um, I'm going to go through and, and give everyone a chance to talk about their topic first, and then I'm going to follow up with questions, I think, because if I start asking questions now as, as a follow-up to what you're just talking about, I think I'm afraid we might run out of time to give everybody an opportunity to talk. So um, I'm just going to go down down my list. I think it's it's not in any particular uh, ranking or order. Uh, it's just the way, the way, the order in which you appear on the list. So I'm going to invite... Um, Diane Smalley next to talk to us about um, knowing and nurturing your lymphatic system. The lymphatic system is something a lot of people are not aware of. Uh, I happen to come from a culture where the, the lymphatic system has plays a big role, and so I was aware of it from childhood, but, uh, but a lot of people, I think, in this country are not aware of it. So, Diane, uh, talk about, first of all, what you do and what you're going to be talking to us about at this event. Welcome to Wild Oak Living. Thank you, Johanna. This is a wonderful opportunity. Um, my name's Diane Smalley, and I practice acupuncture. And I have to say, after 36 years of practice, I found that when people know the basics of physiology, and physiology, that's, that's a long Latin word, and it means the study of the function of our living, what I like to call our body, heart, mind. It's alive, and and it's changing all the time. And it's really important to know even just 10 or 20% about how it works because that helps us to make better choices about how to live well and be resistant to things like viruses and so forth. And, and I do also recommend going ahead and getting the vaccine. People like Andrew Weil and Mark Hyman, who's a, one of the top functional medical doctors, recommend it and um and then we have all kinds of other ways to keep ourselves well and i chose to speak about the lymphatic system because um i have to say that um my most complicated subject in school way back when was the the physiology because our bodies are like a whole universe we have every subject inside our body just all the connections and all the connect 
all the interactions and um, the processes that go on between the trillions of cells that we have is quite complex. And it comes down to the cell. The cell is the building block of the body, and it's where all of the the producing energy, all of that takes places, and it's it gives us the structure of the body. It helps it. It's where the function takes place in our body, and um, just like we eat food and put out waste, every cell takes in nutrients and puts out waste, and the flow of nutrients to the cell and the waste away from the cell goes into what we call the lymphatic system. And it starts with channels between the cells, and then it grows into into rivers of flow. And uh, the lymphatic system is made up of fluid, and there are lymph cells. Those are a big part of our immune system. The lymphatic system is the highway of the immune system. It's where all everything flows, and it flows through the whole body. So the lymphatic system, the immune system, is really every cell in the body. And um, so what happens is, as the, as the waste comes out of the cell, it goes into that stream. And as we move our muscles, the, the muscles act like a pump to move that lymph, lymph along the way. And then it becomes comes a river system and it looks just like a river system if you've ever been in a plane and you look down at the ground and you see those rivers that's just like what we have in the body and the the muscles pump the lymph up towards the surface just under the skin and then it becomes like a river flowing up the body and it's just like a tree the the nutrients flow in a tree and one interesting thing is it's kind of going against gravity and so there's many simple practices that we can use. Um, and Annie mentioned one, including breathing, abdominal breathing, nice deep breathing, that really helps. And getting out and moving, going for a walk does wonders for our lymph system and our immune system as well. And so that's what I'll be talking about more at the event on August 28th, um, how to care for and just the simple things we can do to help our lymphatic system. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Diane Smalley, for talking to us, to us about one of the, uh, Diane is going to be one of the speakers at this event that this program is about today. And I, and since it's 9.30, I just want to remind you, you are listening to Wild Dog Living here on KZYX and Z, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, community-supported radio. This is all about community, and we're talking about community immunity and community resilience here on Wild Dog Living today, about, and specifically about an event, um, um, about a resilience, immunity, and wellness event coming up on August 28th from 12 to 5 p.m. at the uh, uh, Willits uh, at the Little Lake Grange in Willits. It's going to also include an herbal marketplace that opens at 12 noon and a list of speakers. And we are talking with some of the speakers that you'll be hearing at this event. Uh, we started with uh, Annie Waters, the organizer of the event. We've heard from Claudia Wenning and Diane Smalley. Uh, and now we're going to be hearing from, let's see, I'm going to work down my list so I don't forget anybody. Okay, the next person on, on, the, on the PSA list here is uh, Sarah Grosky, who's going to be talking about local and easy-to-grow herbs to support our immune system. Welcome to Wild Duck Living, Sarah. Talk to us about herbs and also about the Harold the, the Stephen Harold Buner 
COVID-19 protocol, which I have some personal experience with, so I'm particularly interested in what you have to say about that. Hi, I hope you can hear me. Yes. I'm a little... Yeah, uh, we can hear you speech. just fine. Excellent. Oh, good. Um, well, thank you for having me, and uh, it's great to to see everybody, even though it's on a screen and not in person. Yeah, isn't this wonderful that we can do the com- <laughs> radio and video at the same time? I, I really love this. Yes, yes. So I have to remember that, that many people can't see us out there in Radioland. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So I guess my presentation is um, at the event is going to jump between two things, um, uh, locally available herbs that can help uh, build our immunity and reduce stress and, and protect us um, from COVID. And, and then I'm also going to talk about what Johanna mentioned, uh, the uh, formula that an amazing herbalist, uh, Stephen Buhner, um, has put together, and I guess as I as I talk about Stephen, I, I want to uh, give a call out to him because he's actually very ill, oh, and no. um, we want to send him our love and uh, our hopes for healing. He has done such amazing and tremendous work for for us as herbalists and for all of of, of the human community. Um, he's broken a lot of ground in herbalism. Um, and I will talk a little about his formula today that he's been in process. It's been a, a living, changing process as we learn more, um, a, an herbal formula to, um, to help people with active COVID cases. And he also talks about building immunity um, in his many papers. Uh, and then uh, I will also be mentioning some local herbs, uh, Biden's Pelosa and Tulsi. Um, uh, as as some some wonderful allies um, at the event. Uh, so let me just say a little bit about Stephen Buhner's formula because I know there's so much interest in it, and um, and I have made it, and I do have it available for people who need it. Um, uh, he uses primarily Chinese herbs. Uh, and uh, I think there's no coincidence there that, you know, the, the amazing millennia of years and years, uh, millennia and millennia of tradition that has gone into Chinese medicine brings us such a rich, um, such a rich medicine chest. And uh, uh, the problem being that many of those herbs are not as locally available as we would like them to be. I was hugely uh, lucky in that when, when COVID hit, a very good friend of mine in, um, in the Bay Area uh, ran around to lots of shops um, uh, with Chinese herbs and, um, and purchased a lot of them. And so I was able to make this formula. But they're not always the easiest to get. And sometimes when you buy them online, it's, you don't always know... Um, how yeah, um, how potent they might be, or what their history is in terms of exposure to pesticides, or how they were grown. All of those things that when we grow them ourselves, or when our friends or neighbors in our community grow them, we we know. Um, uh, anyway, I um, I think it's a 
an amazingly powerful formula that Stephen Buhner has has uh, uh, developed and um, has is still in the process of working on, even though his health has not been very good. Um, so it's changed over time. Um, and I guess I should mention a little bit uh, uh, for people who are interested. You can you can Google his name. Um, uh, it's spelled Stephen is spelled the old English way S T E P H E N Buhner B U H N E R, um, and you'll see some of his writings on on COVID, which are very detailed and intricate. Um, so if you uh, are like me, sometimes challenged by physiology, you have to read them many, many, many times to penetrate them. But um, but his method uh, has been, because he does come from a, a family in medicine and research, um, he reads all of these research papers. My um, understanding is he's the grandson of a Surgeon General of the United States. Yes, yes, thank you for that. <laughs> Yeah, so he's he has access and he has you know sort of the family support and history to 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 do um, this kind of research and so to create his formula, what he did is he um, uh, researched uh, and a lot of a lot of these were were um, papers written about Chinese medicine and some of them were translated. Um, uh, looking at all of the herbs that. Uh, um, had uh, the ability to counteract the SARS viruses, um, COVID being one of them. And uh, so he had a collection of herbs that uh, were antiviral for the SARS viruses and COVID included. And then he went on to look at herbs that uh, could be helpful um, for some of the, the symptoms uh, that the disease COVID caused in our lungs, um, in our uh, blood system, in our immune system, our circulatory, our respiratory. Um, and so he looked at herbs that, that could help us deal with those. And so he did this kind of cross-correlation and came up with with uh, um, a formula that way. And I, I guess I want to tell you that he did it that way because it's different maybe than, you know, because COVID is new and the SARS virus is as well relatively new, um, that it's not like there's a long history of use, right? For a lot of herbalists, uh, you know, we look at the history of use of, of, of herbs for diarrhea or whatever it might be. Um, uh, in this case, you know, he's, we, we don't have that, that, that history to rely on necessarily. Um, but there are, there's histories of use, um, uh, you know, for for respiratory problems and histories of use for, um, you know, blood clotting and circulatory issues, which have all been part of this, you know, the symptomology of of COVID. So anyway, uh, that's how he put together his formula, um, and uh, uh, and it's you know he has if you. Do research online about his COVID formulas. You'll see he's got fair, various um, iterations. So it, it's a it's a constant work in progress. Um, uh, all right. Well, maybe that's all I'll say at this point. Um, other than uh, 
two herbs that I grow and and love dearly and are part of our our local medicine chest and that can help us with COVID are Biden's Pelosa, um, which we have to credit uh, another local, wonderful local person, Bill Bruneau, who works a lot, like Stephen Muter, on um, herbal antibiotics. Um, and Biden's Pelosa is one of those, and it's a weed and it grows amazingly and tremendously in many, many places. Um, and spelled just, just, spell just like our president's name. <laughs> yes, yes. P P Biden's, Biden's yeah. P I L O P I L O S A. Yeah. P I L O S A is the second name. Biden's Pelosa. Yep. Yes, and I will bring some of uh, my abundant crop of Biden's Pelosa to the workshop and um, show people how to make a tincture with it. And um, great, because it's actually it was for a while it was really hard to find. I'm, I'm getting a, a feedback whenever I unmute my mic while you're talking, so I, I don't want to interrupt you. I just wanted to throw that in, but uh, I do want I do want to give uh, Anna a chance um, before we run out of time to talk. So um, if you want to, like, uh, yes, absolutely, I'll wrap it up because um, what Anna has to say is so very important. Um, but great to talk with all of you folks in Radio Land and on my screen today. Thank you, Sarah Gresky. We've we've been hearing from Sarah Gresky, who is I don't know if you mentioned that at the beginning of the farm. I want to make sure that that everybody knows where our speakers are coming from. You are associated with uh, with a with a farm, right? With yes, your, your farm, so I'm a co-owner of Green Uprising Farm, and uh, we grow food and we grow medicine here and uh and we're also struggling our farm right now with drought so mm, we're growing yes. little because we don't have very much water thank you like many 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 people thank you sarah and if you would mute yourself so that we don't get that strange echo that seems to come on absolutely thank that'd you that'd be great Okay, we are talking, you are listening to Wild Oak Living. This is Johanna Wild Oak, and I come to you every other Thursday from 9 to 10 a.m. with the program called Wild Oak Living, which is all about sustainability and community building. And today we're talking about a great example of community building and sustainability. We're talking about a re an event called Community Immunity, Resilience, and Wellness for Our Time that's happening on August 28th from 12 to 5 p.m. It's going to include a series of wonderful speakers that, that some of whom we're talking about today here on Wild Oak Living and also an, an herbal marketplace and it's all happening in Willits at the Little Lake Grange. Uh, and so I'd like to now invite uh, uh, another one of the speakers at the event, uh, Anna Hope, who's going to be talking to us about ancestral herbs and anti-racism. Racism having been declared by the CDC as a serious threat to public health. Welcome, Anna. I didn't realize when we put the show together that it was you, my friend, Anna. <laughs> and when you showed up on the video screen, I realized, oh, it's you. That's <laughs> so great. Okay, well, welcome to Wild Oak Living. Talk to us about what you're going to be talking about at the event. All right, thank you. Thanks for having us all on your show. Um, I've been an herbalist for many years and part of the Mendocino County Herb Guild. I also feel as if I've been uh, living at the cutting edge of regenerative environmentalism and social justice. So I'm trying to take a multidisciplinary approach um, to cultivating deeper understanding of some of the problems we're facing in these times. 
plus potential solutions and how herbs can help with that. And I really think this is going to be a great event. And, you know, when I think about community immunity, think about how we can all work together to make sure all members of the community are safe and healthy. And this event is such a great example of that. But some members of the community in this county are more vulnerable and at risk, especially during emergencies. Um, the CDC put out a statement that structural racism is a serious threat to public health. And this was evident at the beginning of the pandemic, where around this time last year, about 60% of COVID cases were in the Latino community, even though Latinos make up about 25% of the population. So the Latino community was being disproportionately impacted, including many essential workers. So we're basically going to investigate how things like this happen, uh, what can be done about it, how herbs can help, and how to support groups that are already working on these issues like the Mendocino Latinx Alliance, the Equity, Inclusion, and Diversity Task Force, as well as local sovereign tribes whose land this was originally. But, you know, often when we try to talk about racism and its impacts, people get easily triggered because there's so much intergenerational trauma around it for everyone of all races. And that's where the ancestral herbs come in. And before having this necessary conversation about the health impacts of racism in this county, we can ground into our social locations, our unique intersection of where we have privileges and where we lack privileges, and then go further back to a time before all these social constructs were created and link with the herbs that our tribal ancestors might have used. And when we feel grounded and supported in this way, conversation takes on a different tone. They can be more productive without a lot of the unnecessary emotional triggers. And I really see this topic as strengthening the immune system of our county um, to make sure everyone has a better understanding of things that impact community members and create ways for all of the community to get the access to the care that they need. And, and what are some of the ancestral herbs that you'll be talking about? Oops, I'm sorry, I'm on, I'm on mute. Uh, I, I'm on mute. <laughs> I was going to ask you a follow-up question. What are some of the ancestral herbs that you're going to be talking about? Um, I was hoping that uh, folks would go around and try to, to think of herbs that they can think of that their own ancestors use. Uh, for me, one that comes up, I have Scottish ancestry is oats. And oats, as well as being nutritive, uh, the oat straw can be used in a tea, and it's uh, very calming, and it's a nervine. So it's something that can help connect me to my ancestry, um, to some of the first oat cultivators way back when and how they were using it. And I don't know, just it helps link into a deeper and more well-rounded sense of who we all are. So when we kind of take on these like more modern problems, we're, we're grounded in a way that makes it easier to talk about. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anna. Did you want to, did you want to talk some more? Or? 
One of the questions, one of the follow-up questions I actually have for all of you, and, and if you would just, if you want to talk, just raise your arm and then, and then I'll, you know, then, then you can, I'll call on you and you can unmute. Um, one of the challenging things I found, and I think a lot of people have found about this pandemic is, well, there's actually two things. One is, it just sort of comes and goes in waves. So, you know, whenever you start to relax, there it goes again. Uh, and then the other thing is, it's one of many challenges that we're experiencing right now. There are all these other climate-related challenges that we're talking, that we're experiencing. And so, so this presents an additional facet, I think, as far as resilience is concerned. And Annie, you raised your arm, so please go ahead and unmute yourself. Annie Waters. Um, yeah, hi. I'll just mention, um, and because it was perfect, Anna just spoke about oats as a nervine. So um, I was going to uh, include a, a, a presentation for all of us the day if I was going to speak, which didn't happen, is not happening. Uh, nervines for anxiety, because I believe we've been under a lot of stress and anxiety, uh, the fear, all the things that is going on. Uh, climate change is just a pile of stuff. And I know that uh, especially the young people seem to be under tremendous stress. They don't have tools to handle this uh, world that's filled with so many unknowns and fear uh, for the future. So um, anxiety, you know, can be helped by Nervine treatments, um, as well as, as we mentioned before, the same things we talked about the immune system. You know, the body, heart, mind that Diane brought up, um, the breathing deeply, you know, um, being careful with your foods, you know, sugar creates worse anxiety, you know, um, things that affect our um, immune system often affect the brain and the anxiety levels. Um, we'll be serving a lemon balm tea, which is um, one of those wonderful herbs that bees absolutely love. And if you have one plant, you will have thousands. So uh, there's much of it around and it's, it's very uh, mood lift, uplifting and brightening to the spirit. So we'll have that um, available at the event and I'll have these uh, handouts about Nervines for anxiety because I believe, you know, if we understood simple chamomile teas or drinking some lemon balm or lemonade even, which is also brightening to the spirit, uh, and then also uh, things that, that help us drop into sleep and relaxants that help us sleep better. So we are under a lot of stress and we do need to um, be gentle with ourselves about what we can and cannot do. And so um, I'll leave it at that. Thank you, Annie. Claudia Winning, you wanted to add something to that topic. Yes. <clears throat> uh, lemon balm is also one of my favorites and one of my ancestral herbs. And I think what I like to add very briefly, the mindfulness about fear-fueled polarization, I think is a very important tool. And being inquisitive, but also selective in what we make our primary thoughts, how we look at life, and how we allow, again, fear-driven agendas to influence us. So that is something that goes very deep, but I think it's, it's very important. And coming back to herbs, there's a very quick story I want to share because it's very exciting. Um, almost one and a half years ago, I think it was like in May 2020, I have heard the news, which 
I hope it's true that the government of Madagascar actually um, created an herb tea blend and gave it for free to all the inhabitants of the island. And this was the herb which is Sisters Incanus. And interesting enough, locally, we are blessed with having a lot of sisters. And I will be bringing, I st after I heard that, I started to cultivate it. And I will be bringing Sisters Incanus blends. It's Incanus, uh, Ladaniferous, and Cypress to the event too, because it is a proven immune strength support antiviral antibacterial just actually like lemon balm is thank you i wanted to uh oh, oh i keep forgetting to take myself off mute i wanted to also share just a quickly uh, a little bit of of what um autumn whittaker is going to be presenting who was who was hoping to be here today but i think i think it 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 uh, there wasn't there wasn't an internet connection that she was able to use but i, I just want to share what she's going to be talking about because this could also be relevant to a lot of people she's going to be talking and doing a question answer session focusing on the herbs and protocols that she used for treating her family during a challenging bout with covid she'll discuss the extra measures taken and herbs used when most intensive treatment was needed. And she'll also briefly discuss the beauty formula, which we've heard from Sarah about before, uh, which they utilize through their experience. And, they, and she's going to answer uh, questions and get information out to the community. And Autumn is a CMT, CTR, and certified herbalist um, who is also the owner and farmer at Bramble Mountain Farms, who grows organic medicinals, veggies, and and healing. And healing... And healthy goats, not healing goats, healthy goats. Although I guess goats could be healing too if you, if you stroke them and hang out with them. <laughs> well, Hannah, could we just mention Donna Deterra yes, a little bit more? That was going to be next. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You do it. Um, yeah. She's like the mother of the herbal movement to yep. me. Yeah. Uh, the grandmother and lives on motherland. And she's this wonderful, wonderful herbalist. So tell, tell us about her. Okay, she's going to be doing a demonstration of making tincture with our local native plant, Yerba Sanda, which is an amazing plant. Uh, I picked leaves from that plant and chewed it before the vaccine was available, even under my mask. Um, so, and this, and she's also going to be doing a handout and discussion of other herbs that can support our respiratory system, which is a very important aspect of this. Um, we don't, we only have a couple minutes left. So rather than my asking more questions, I just wanted to give maybe each of you, you know, I don't know, 30 seconds or so to, uh, if you wanted to offer like a website or contact information or how people can connect with you if they feel so inspired, maybe we can go around in, in, in the order of that we had the speakers. Uh, Annie, where can people go to find out more about the event on August 28th? Uh, there's a Facebook event page, uh, so you can, um, I guess, search on Facebook for Community Immunity you'll find our event page and we'll keep updating it and we made it open for discussion so we would love to have uh, responses from this program and any kind of discussion points find out what do you want to know about because we're presenting what we think is important but we also want to hear from the community where where should this uh, conversation go this conversation could take off and become a bigger much bigger conversation thank you and uh, and Claudia Winning, do you want to offer some a website or contact information? Yes, um, my website is www.claudiawenning.com. I 
love the Grange because my office is in the Grange and I think it's the, it's a wonderful community hub downtown Woolwich. I'm a certified functional medicine provider naturopath and I consult in person within the restrictions we have to observe health-wise and of course online. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of our friends at the event and I also want to echo what Annie said. This conversation is important. It has to be held and possibly continued. Thank, Thank you, you, Claudia Wenning. And Wenning is spelled W-E-N-N-I-N-G. Yeah, uh, that's right. Diane yes. Smalley, do you want to just offer some information? Yes, hello again. And the just to reiterate, the, the event is on School Street in Willits, just in case that mm-hmm. didn't come out. And I practice acupuncture in Willits. Um, and I just really encourage people to come by, uh, come by around noon or so, and and you can stay as long as you like. And and we will have sessions where the practitioners will break out, and uh, you can talk to us as much as you want. And I'm happy to go into the lymphatic system more deeply with everyone. So I look forward to seeing you all there. Okay. Do you have a website or or some other way that people can connect with you? Do you have a website or some other way that people can connect with you, Diane Smalley? Yes, I'm at dianesmalley.com. Okay. And um, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sarah Gresky, how about some closing rem- uh, brief closing remarks and, and any contact information you want to share? Well, we are Green Uprising Farm uh, on East Hill Road. We have a little farm stand. Um our website is greenuprisingfresh.wordpress.com. And uh, I loved uh, Anna Hope's idea about uh, us all talking about ancestral herbs. Um, and <laughs> so I'm just going to share real quick. My I, I come from a, uh, a Jewish um Eastern European, Polish, well, it was uh, now Belarus. Sarah, I'm really, I'm really sorry, but but I think people are going to have to save this story and, and listen to it at the event because otherwise okay. we're going to run out of time. I'm sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Thank you All so right. much. Uh, Anna, oh, okay. Anna Hope, do you want to share any contact information or m- remarks, closing remarks? We've got, we only have a few seconds yeah, left. I don't, I don't have a website, but I'm on Instagram at Anna Hope for you. That's Anna Hope, the number four, and then the letter U. Um, and also the Mendocino County Herb Guild has a website, uh, mendocinoherbguild.com. You can find up- updates there on what we're up to. We're also, um, we'll be hoping to have a table at the event to maybe pass out some uh, free herbal remedies. Great. Thank you so much. I don't mean to cut anybody off, but we do have a hard stop here at 10 o'clock, and I want to make sure we don't get cut off in the middle of the end of the program. So um, um, I would just like to reiterate that you've been listening to uh, several speakers who you'll be able to hear in person at an event called Community Immunity, Resilience, and Wellness for our time on August 28th from 12 to 5 p.m. It also includes a herbal marketplace. It's at the Little Lake Grange on 291 School Street in Willits. 
Estates. And it's a free event sponsored by the Grange. And this is it for Wild Oak Living today. Thank you all for joining me this morning. I really appreciate having you all on. I hope you enjoyed this program. And I'm going to go to a moment of music, and then we will be joined back by Philo with Jazz. Thanks for listening to Wild Oak Living. Tune in two weeks from today for another edition of Wild Oak Living. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can go to kzyx.org to find more shows and content like this one. While there, you can stream us live or check out our jukebox. And if you like what you hear, consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. We are Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, listener-supported community radio. KZYX, Philo, 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Woolets and Ukiah, 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. Thanks for listening.